everybody and welcome to episode of Unsolicited Advice. Today is actually a very special episode because it's a crossover episode with my other podcast called The Review Review. So today we have special guest Raul Zambrano. Yay. Hey, hey, what's up? Yeah. He yeah. And you can right. catch them both on their podcast, The Review Review which uh, we kind of accidentally talk about all the time on our podcast because we'll call (laughs) advice column questions reviews. And it's really frustrating because I'm not even doing the podcast and I call it reviews sometimes. I'm surprised like the opposite hasn't ever happened, right? You never like called a review. uh, No, because it's it's weird to be like, oh, this this question. Yeah, because I would just come over us. But also it doesn't make sense for us to do it the other way around because they're not reviews. No. No, But for some reason it just always slips over. It does. Although I think I've heard your podcast and unsolicited advice gets brought up more often on your podcast <laughs> than well, review. Always, you know, plugging away. <laughs> like you can catch me at this better podcast. Or maybe you I bitch. feel I've, I appreciate the shout outs that I've been getting on that podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you were actually in one of the most recent uh, episodes. With I heard Dallas. It. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, I heard he I got a shout out. So I was like, so. I got to check this one out. <laughs> yeah, I always tell him if he's ever mentioned, I'm like, that's the only way he'll listen. <laughs> you have no idea how good that is for my self-esteem. <laughs> it's good. I, I imagine... Uh, let me put my headphone in so I can make sure everything's going well <laughs> throughout this episode. Um, I remember when I did my other podcast, um, can you edit that out? Uh, it was a goal at a certain point to main- mention Jake on every episode. Oh, really? <laughs> because he told me he wouldn't listen unless he was mentioned on the podcast. So I, one of the questions that I would ask at the end of every episode is like, do you have anything you want to say about Jake Dishru? <laughs> <laughs> and so I think there's probably like, out of like 20-something episodes I did of that podcast, he's probably in over did half Did you ever uh, ask someone who didn't know Jake Dishru at all? Ah, uh, maybe by accident. If it was somebody that I was like, oh, they don't know Jake that well. They just know of him. Yeah. I think that might have happened with a couple of people. Maybe, oh yeah, I, I interviewed Daniel Arce and asked her about Jake Disher. And she's like, oh, I don't really know him that well, but he seems nice, whatever. Yeah. Does he funny. seem nice? Would that be your... Uh, I, I would say... I don't know. I have I trouble with that because when I first got in, when when he first got into the scene and I would listen to you guys' podcast, The Punsters, I kind of, from listening to it, thought he was kind of like a dick. (laughs) (laughs) And so when I hung out with him for the first time, I was kind of almost like half expecting to be like real snarky, but he was like super nice. Mm -hmm. Well, that's just our relationship with each other. Yeah, exactly. Just all snark. But I didn't think that about you guys from listening to it. So that's why I was just like... Well, I barely spoke in that podcast. That's fair. (laughs) But I also knew you Mm because I saw you around more often than I saw him. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You grinded a little harder than he did. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And now, uh, what well, now he's doing improv now? Uh, Jake if, is if that. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> he's out there. He's doing things. He's doing, Being guests so. on podcasts and stuff. That's probably his specialty right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we usually ask if there's any advice that uh-huh. you've like heard that you feel like is very good advice or anything you've been thinking about. Or bad advice bad that you've been advice. hearing that people have been giving you and you feel like it's like advice that people shouldn't follow. Um, I don't know. Just any advice I've ever given has been so overly generic and also like so hack. Yeah. You know, like, hey, just be yourself or some bullshit <laughs> like that, you know. And uh, and any advice that like either I give or someone tries to give me is usually comedy related, you know. And uh, and it's and those are also bad because it's like comedy so subjective that not one thing will ever you know work for everybody, you yeah. know. Other than like. 
any advice for comics that the, the best advice is always like just go up and it's just such a kind of bullshit thing to say as well you know I mean it is also it also makes sense it also does make sense and it, it and it you know it does there is some truth to it you know yeah but uh but as far as life advice I don't know yeah I don't know I've never Is there like a certain philosophy that you kind of lived lived your life by and you feel like you follow that has gotten you through the tough times Uh I mean I just try to try to just kind of do things that I feel uh, uh, make me happy or just kind of like do things I enjoy, you know, so obviously like I'm into, into doing creative stuff, you know, but we, we talked about, you know, uh, earlier even today that it, 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 there is some stress to it, you know, <laughs> and so and that's, that's kind of an, a, a thing that I have to combat, but for the most part, I just, I enjoy doing creative work and doing creative things, and so... So the kind of doing what you love is the is the generic advice yeah, that I you, think you I'm You did following. talk about being fulfilled on mm-hmm. the last episode. So if you haven't listened to that, listen to the review review. <laughs> well, we're going to release that one. Yeah. Too. But yes, fulfilled versus being happy. Yeah. 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 And that's, you know, a thing that I that I tr- kind of struggle with and try to figure out what, how much of, of both should I be doing, you mm-hmm. know? And so, yeah, because there's definitely this kind of thing where... I like doing creative work and I do enjoy it and it does make me feel fulfilled. But yeah, but there's also so much depression with it because it's like... Uh, because of the failure. Yeah, yeah, because you know, it, com- <laughs> it comes with a lot of failure and it also it, it is also uh, kind of eats away at your time and your soul so much. You know, yeah, it's, exactly. It's hard. It definitely it's is difficult. a balance. I feel like I struggle with that a lot because I don't know what it's going to take to make me just like happy. Yeah, I want to say I don't think anyone knows. You yeah, because it's all—it's always like the grass is greener on the other side type of thing. Where yeah. like, I don't know, because I could have a lot of joy in my life. Like I've had a lot of joy in my life recently, not doing stand up. Yeah, but I also have like I like I said, feel less fulfilled. Yeah, because yeah, I don't yeah. have something that I feel like I'm constantly gaining at and getting better at and all that stuff. So yeah, it gets kind of complicated. Yeah. But I actually ran into something recently that I had shared with Brittany and I wanted to talk about on the podcast because it really upset me. Uh-huh. And it was this thing that we saw on Instagram that was like a, just like a humor oh, Instagram yeah. Yeah, thing yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it said, uh, when guys get jealous, it's kind of cute. When girls get jealous, World War Three is about to start, <laughs> which I feel is so wrong. And yeah. also yeah. so untrue statistically. I think I was just in a bad mood, and so like all I said was like, "Well, that's problematic," and then uh-huh. he was like, I don't want to talk about it. And, like, <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, majorly." Like I could tell you, were I was really upset. I, by know, it. I could tell you were really upset, and I also think it's upsetting. But I just think I was like, I don't, I don't, like. It was one of those days where you just weren't ready to deal with it. Yeah, I just I was like, I can't unpack this right now. So I just like, yeah. Well, I don't even know where that comes from because where does this like guys get jealous? It's cute thing because like statistically guys get super they, untrue. They, they yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like it's way more intense uh-huh. and like there could be bigger consequences exactly. for the most part. You know. Yeah. Know. But uh, I, I don't know. Some people do have that thing where they they find that like jealousy to be cute. Yeah, you know? I don't. It's I don't like, I fucking well, hate it. Because I guess it's just the idea that like this person cares. Well, that's yeah, nice, because you know? I think it, it typically is with like a guy that's like super aloof and he probably doesn't actually like you that much. Or well, uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. This is very generalized, but I feel yeah. like it's in situations where like you can't tell whether or not he is into you or he mm. likes you that much. So then, if he gets jealous, you think that's indicative of how much he likes you when mm. it's really just indicative of his ego. Yeah. 
and has nothing to do with you at all. So, I mean, I could be jealous of somebody I'm not even dating just because of like a weird territorial thing where you're like, oh, that's my person. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It has nothing to do with you. And it has everything to do with just their insecurities. So it yeah. doesn't really matter. I only associate jealousy with like being like dudes that will not let you hang out with other guys and want to look through your phone and call you constantly when they don't know where you are. Yeah. There's way more the, dark side to jealousy than yeah. there is like, oh, look, this cute little thing. Now it's like, no. it's typically a pretty, uh, like, you know, bad thing that happened. Like, bad things follow jealousy typically, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, not to say that it's not, I mean, it's a totally human emotion and in some cases it's warranted or in some cases it's like, you know, it happens. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think jealousy that you make known constantly is pretty problematic. Do you, do you feel like you ever get jealous in relationships or anything? Um, yes, but I wouldn't say overly so. Like, I, I would say that I'm only jealous if I feel like it, something is actually off right. sort of thing. Um, but even then, not as much as probably yeah. other people are. I don't know. I'm really good at shutting things off. So even if I start to feel jealous, I'm like, oh, that I'm turning that emotion off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Some people don't know how to do that or know to do that. You know, some people just are, are always so high into their like emotions that they don't know how to turn things off. And I do at least have that skill set to some extent where it's like I can make my logic overtake my emotion, which is a good skill set to have. But yeah. yeah, and every once in a while when I feel like the logic matches up with the emotion, then uh-huh. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's rare, yeah. Well, yeah. In some cases, I feel like it's almost encouraged by shit like this where it's like, oh, jealousy can be a good thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like fed into people to be that way and for it to be better. And so like jealousy can be encouraged in a lot of ways. Yeah. I think the the reality is just it is a very it's a neutral state you know thing like like it's not necessarily bad to feel these emotions they should be validated and, and that's fine that you feel yeah. like that but it's also like yeah maybe you know don't praise it yes exactly I feel like it's the same for any emotion I guess you yeah you can say that about anger everybody gets angry but the way that you handle anger is makes a very big difference yeah right. yeah similar thing the way that you handle jealousy yeah. can you know can there be, can be some dire consequence yeah <laughs> and also if you're feeling jealous so often because it's warranted jealousy then you probably shouldn't be in that situation yeah yeah exactly so yeah Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we. I've been really stressing out about that. Do you guys so ever, I'm glad we got uh, to talk disagree about it. on things? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we yeah, do. We, we had a couple. We had okay. one episode in particular where we're just like, we cannot get on the same page <laughs> just, about this stuff today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> David, you haven't really been in a situation where you could be jealous in quite some time, right? Since I mean, I've been in a relationship for, yeah, for so like long. a lo- long time. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I've had plenty of opportunities to be jealous in the 10 years that I've been in a relationship, but I haven't really. Yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been some time. And you have kids with your wife and stuff. Obviously, yeah. There's there's, I imagine there isn't a whole lot of uh, chance to get jealous because the mouse Madison, you know, seems like. Yeah, I mean, and yet there is a lot of people that are married and jealous of each other. So yeah, it happens. Like it just has... even going out with friends or like normal stuff that you would do. People, I feel like, will get jealous about yeah. for no reason. Yeah, because a lot of people get into those relationships where it's like, uh, you know, they don't allow each other to be separate people yeah well my sister is married and has kids with somebody and he's very jealous so it happens in marriages also but not me i've like i i've actively 
disliked it and tried to shut that off in my mind for as long as I can remember. So, Do you think that could be interpreted as apathy, though? It could be, I guess, if you didn't really know me that well. You don't really care. There's probably been a little bit of that where it was kind of like me doing that. Uh, But I think for the most part, I always wanted it to just be like, I don't ever want to be one of those people. Like the ones that I've witnessed growing up. I'm just like, yeah, I definitely don't want to be that. Yeah, it's also super way. awkward to be like the third person in that situation. Or just like, you know, or like say a friend is like super jealous of, of whatever his girlfriend's doing something, you know. It's just, it's such an awkward position to be in. You're just watching this thing happen. It's mm-hmm. like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well... I do, okay, this is not a good segue because my question has nothing to do with relationships. <laughs> what does that have to do with? Let's, let's find out what it is and then we'll try to segue into it. <laughs> uh, it's more we... like culturally insensitive. Oh, interesting. So I, I, can I segue into this by telling you a story that happened recently? Yeah. I so I, I, I work at a grocery store. I was talking to one of the reps uh, for this fish sauce company Ooh, nice. about her coming in and filling up the stock because they were going to be doing this big harvest festival where they're going to demo her product. And whatever, we talked about it. And then later on, she talked to my manager about the guy that she talked to, which was me. And she's like, yeah, it was really hard to understand him like he, with his accent. Like, I couldn't understand <laughs> what he was saying. And he was just like, uh, well, David, like his, I don't think he has an accent. <laughs> like, yeah. he actually has pretty good English. Yeah. And, and he was like he's trying to figure out who it could be because everybody in my department speaks English with no accent. That is so weird. Well, yeah, you definitely don't have an accent. No, not at all. You and not a, I, I don't know if I even sound like super Mexican at all when no, I talk no, to the point that somebody would think, oh, he's at least Mexican no. and therefore I could interpret that as having an accent. I don't have no idea where that came from, but there's nobody else that she could have talked to. And even if it was a different Mexican in the department, it, they all also speak perfect English. I was very surprised because I thought the story, I mean, you were talking about her selling fish sauce, so I thought you were, the story was going to go the other way. Where I was going to be insensitive. Not you, but like somebody towards her oh. or something. It, like fish taco sauce. Oh, I yeah. was thinking fish sauce. No, not fish like the stuff for Thai like, food. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. So I speaking bet, of which. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Why well, is just trying to segue <laughs> into your advice that is question? a good segue. Thank you. So the question is. One of my coworkers, a recent graduate from Thailand, has a first name that looks like two offensive English words, but isn't pronounced that way. Almost everyone calls her by her nickname, which is a lot easier to pronounce. A recent directive from corporate means that everyone now has a nameplate on their desks, and we were asked to fill in what name we would like displayed. Her desk is right next to mine, and much to my dismay, she chose her real first name rather than her nickname. Since we have visitors frequently passing by where both of us sit, it creates an embarrassing situation for me when they glance at the nameplate. Is there any way I can ask her to have the nameplate changed to her nickname, since that is what she goes by even at home without appearing to be culturally insensitive? The name has a beautiful meaning in Thai, but unfortunately, that does not get portrayed when written in English. Oh my god! This person's such a piece of shit. Yeah. To, my, to my dismay, like <laughs> fuck you, dude. It's like Seriously. the world needs to fucking bend its rules for you. you know? Yeah. It's How just... is that embarrassing for you? You're not responsible for this person's. No, yeah. if they're not embarrassed by, and, and they've been in the country long enough to know that it's a term that means something else. Yeah. And they don't care, then it really shouldn't be that big of a deal. And it's also like, like that's just a single 
first of all, I can't see anyone walking in and be like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> but secondly... But that's her name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's her <laughs> uh, but, but also, you know, like, that's just a single conversation you have to have. Yeah, you know, like, yeah that's... Or if someone's like, well, what's up with this? Then, like, oh, that's someone's name. That's the end of the conversation. You know, that's all it takes. Yeah, and anybody, it's really not that big of an inconvenience to right. anyone. Anybody who thinks differently of that is the asshole. Yeah. yeah. So it's just yeah, no, you can't ask her to change it to her nickname. She had that option and obviously didn't Decided, choose yeah. to do that. She wants to, you know, go by her actual name. Yeah, I don't know? understand. I just don't understand why this person cares at all about that. It seems so strange. It's so weird. It's just like those things that we were. I feel like we talked about this before where people don't realize that they're racist. Mm. Yeah. Because she's like, I mean, it's a beautiful name. name yeah. high, but she should just take this one that's more comfortable for English speaking people. Yeah, <laughs> I feel very uncomfortable. But yeah, yeah, and it's like, I don't walk by people's desks and even look at their nameplates ever. I don't, I don't see why that yeah. would ever come up. Yeah. People tell me their names, I immediately forget them. I mean, I don't really think. Especially if it's like not, it, it, her, like her desk is sitting across, like next to hers, right? So it's not even. Yeah. Yeah. Her, it's obviously not even on her, her table, so it's like why, like why would someone look at, at this, like let me let me look over here at this other you know fucking desk like it's it's not. Yeah, I can't imagine that it's even true that that many people are like, oh, this person's name looks like a <laughs> yeah, bad word just, in English. Just solely her problem, or just it's solely so she dumb. has the issue, and uh-huh. that's 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 just all there is. Did you happen to read what the advice person said on this one? Um, I kind of read part of it and they were like, you're, they were basically like telling this girl that, yeah, she was really shitty. (laughs) (laughs) She has no right to ask her to change her name. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. Some, a lot of times the advice column, people that respond Uh are like, uh, like normally they would be like, well, yeah, we're in America. So maybe she should choose, you know, like they just say like, well, like that one with the sunbathing naked. That was weird. I I was surprised by that, honestly. Yeah. uh, This lady wanted to sunbathe naked, but the next door neighbor could see in and she was like, well, you shouldn't like basically shaming her for wanting to sunbathe naked in her own backyard sort of thing. And it's like, whoa, crazy. I was really surprised by that. I honestly thought that, I don't know. Since sometimes the people that do advice call like you, look, look, like, you look into them and they're actually like qualified people to be giving advice. Uh-huh. And so sometimes I'm surprised when I find out that they have like really shitty advice. I do yeah. feel like a lot of, some of them can be pretty conservative though. Really? From hmm. what I've seen, some. Yeah. I wonder what the reason for that is. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, here's mine. Right. Okay. Uh, so this says, my husband and I are at a crossroads. I learned several years ago that he had been smoking marijuana daily for nearly a whole 25-year marriage. I always knew he used pot, but I had no idea of the extent. He finally said he wanted to be able to smoke freely. I agreed to this, and then I was shocked. He smoked in the morning, at night, on walks, on the porch, <laughs> after dinner, and on dates. <laughs> it began to make me feel as though he needed to be high... <laughs> to get through our life together out of the blue one day he told me he wanted to quit i was thrilled but then he struggled nightly to quit he finally did it for 10 months now he started smoking again he says he won't smoke as much but he can't uh, make any promises he says he spoke with a doctor about it and his doctor was not concerned pot is now legal in our state i do not want to go back to the way things were and have made that clear he says that he's an adult who can make his own decisions and it shouldn't matter to me because it doesn't uh, alter his personality. He does not want to talk to our family counselor about it. Should I give it time or should I make my own decision? Uh, are, these, are these people, wait, were they married? Yes. Did yeah. say they are married. Okay. 25, 25 years. Well, years. That's a long Holy time. Holy shit. That's a long time to not, to barely find something out about this person. <laughs> that's the Holy thing. That's where I dude. struggle with it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, well, it, it was okay. For, first Part that is wrong is the fact that this, the like, was it the husband, right? That smokes, mm-hmm. had hid this 
secret, I guess, yeah. for twenty five so years. Fucking long. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You know, like she should have known. You know, uh, uh, she. Sh- well, I guess she knew. She just didn't know how much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The secret of it is is the big betrayal. I think. Yeah. I mean, not the fact that he smokes pot, but I do get feeling like if somebody's like, to the extent that she says, if she's not exaggerating, yeah, I would that's, feel a little bit annoying. like, even though I know that's pro- you know that's probably not the case, but I would feel like, yeah, I guess you need to be high to like be around me. I, I don't know. Like I get, you know how sometimes you get in. Well, you're you date someone and you're like, I need to like get drunk on this first date or like it's <laughs> not drunk but it's like less awkward if you're drinking with somebody yeah so that makes sense to a certain point and then you get to a certain point and you're like oh can I hang out with this person even without drinking or yeah. do I always need that as a crutch uh I feel like and then you're like oh 25 years of that <laughs> <laughs> that sucks yeah I could also just be his personality just like hooked on weed. Yeah. yeah it could yeah. just be, he's just addicted to weed. I mean, and I mean I'm and sure that is. That, that like, yeah, he is an adult and he can make his own decisions. Like that's, that's yeah. a, I think that's fair to say, you know, but yeah, it's, that is a complicated situation because it's like, well, I, I, yeah, I guess I would wonder like how much is it actually affecting the relationship? Yeah. Besides the fact that it's just more the act so than, or like just the kind of, uh, 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 I'm sure the intensity of it rather than the actual smoking that is, is, the issue, and then her not knowing for so long. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of the issue. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I wouldn't know how. How would you resolve that? You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, what would freak me out more is he says like, "Oh, it doesn't alter my personality." Like, there's no way that that's. I mean, it probably doesn't at this point because he's done it he's for 25 years. Yeah, he's years. been high the whole so time. He, yeah, exactly. Married, so. so that that's what would freak me out more is like I don't know this person sober. Yeah. At all, and. Uh, so yeah, I would it would just feel a little bit like oh this is not the person that I thought that I knew even though I have like I'm not opposed to people smoking at yeah. all it yeah. just feels like a big lie yeah yeah I I don't think there's anything wrong with telling him to tone it down a little bit that seems fair yeah, yeah. I don't there, think you should there be needs sm- to be some kind of medium you shouldn't be doing that much of anything all the time right like we say like I don't yeah don't do anything <laughs> he's yeah. like a, uh. You know, like, yeah, breakfast, lunch, dinner, weed. That seems a little excessive. <laughs> yeah, on walks after, like, every... I mean, if you Dunk feel the dinner. need to be smoking that constantly, then there's obviously something bigger at yeah. play. Yeah. But I wouldn't necessarily think that it's like, oh, the wife is just so shitty that he needs to be high around her all the time. No, I don't no, think no. it has necessarily anything to do with that. So if I was to give the person advice, I'd be like, I don't think it's a personal thing, like, for you... I think maybe he just likes to smoke weed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and he probably should try to, like, moderate it a little bit. So I would say, like, work on that. Yeah. Try to get some moderation going. I don't think that either. I just could see how she could feel that way, I suppose. But if he stopped for 10 months and then had to start again, mm-hmm. I wonder I wonder what it is that's making him, like, need. Yeah. But also, if you can stop for 10 months, then you can probably just tone it down. You know, like True. keep just like you know, just keep it. Uh, yeah. just well, some people can't. It. I guess it's tough. You know, like, yeah. with alcohol, some people can't. Yeah, can't tone it down. It's either yeah. all or nothing. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. I guess. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she said that she tried to tell him to tone it down. He won't. He won't go to counseling. So, so divorce then. That's the, <laughs> that's the final verdict. Yeah. that's the final verdict. Is end uh, the relationship. It's not worth or it. Or she should maybe just start smoking with him. Oh, what if she started? So, oh, I love that. Actually, think that Brittany. Yeah, you gotta because <laughs> that's the thing about like marriage, right? You gotta share each other's hobbies yeah. and things, and so yeah, maybe it, maybe it's time. 
Yeah, Maybe he gave up that would for be, 10 months. Now yeah, you try he, smoking. He tried, so let's try the opposite direction. Try smoking weed all yeah. the time <laughs> for 10 months straight and yeah, see what happens. Listen, do nothing but edibles for yeah. fucking for years. Oh I don't know about edibles, but yeah, let's, let's try Yeah, maybe, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if she smokes or not, but... I like it. And that's a good advice, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, when I was 16, our family had a foreign student come live with us on a summer exchange program. He was also 16. He wanted to stay beyond his visa, so my parents arranged to take legal guardianship of him. It was very stressful having him move into our family. My mom and I constantly fought about his presence in our home. Six months following the guardianship, my dad moved out and my parents divorced. Eventually, my siblings and I grew up and all left home, except the boy who lived at home with our mother until he was 24. The now adult guy recently contacted me over Facebook to apologize for ruining my family, disclosing that he was my mother's boyfriend during his time with our family. In shock, I called my mother and she insisted that this relationship was consensual and that the relationship occurred only after the guardianship had ended when he had turned 18. I feel shocked, hurt, and betrayed, oscillating between considering that my mom is a child predator, grooming and taking guardianship of him, to realizing that she must have had very strong feelings for him to choose him over me and our family. Do you have any advice for me for how to move forward? God Holy damn, that shit. is a That is intense. Jesus Christ. Oh my God, where do you even one. begin with this? Oh my God, okay. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Uh, so start smoking weed. <laughs> that's, my, that's my first <laughs> bit of advice. Yeah, I mean, in no way do I believe that the relationship only started. No, no, after he was it was. 18. Yeah. That seems like a real. It seems like too convenient I to be true. I could possibly buy that they maybe didn't have sex until he was eighteen. I could mm-hmm. maybe, but there's clearly that. probably yeah something going on. But of course, stuff. yeah, there was something going on before that, and then she was maybe I could see her being like, "No, you're not 18. No, you're not 18." <laughs> and then like waiting until I doubt it. I doubt it, but I could maybe see that. <laughs> but regardless, there's no way they had no romantic yeah, yeah, yeah. relationship at all. And then once he was 18, she was like, "It's yeah. game time." Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey. yeah no way. No, God damn. Oh, but I also feel bad for that guy because uh, okay, so he was uh, uh, like to have that guilt that that dude must have just to like break up this fucking family and like uh, you know yeah be apologetic about it and kind of know that that's <laughs> that's the situation yeah you know? that's insane. I mean, without I don't know the situation. Obviously, I don't know that kid or what. But yeah. but he was a kid and he was foreign and in a new country. He yeah. didn't know anybody. He was way outside of his element. And this lady, and this lady's like coming on to him. Yeah. You know? And it was supposed to be his mom, basically. Right. That's you know. So yeah, I could so see you getting so mixed up in that and not really knowing what to do. And I'm sure yeah. maybe he, I'm sure he liked her also, yeah. but. That doesn't matter. Yeah, what do you do with that when your parent does something so terrible that, oh, man. Yeah. Because for me, let's say that was even true. Let's say there was zero romantic relationship at all until he was 18. It doesn't really change things for me. 18 is yeah. still really young, still whether or young. not it's legal. It is, it is only two years later from, like... Not only uh, that, but somebody that you had, like, legal guardianship over. Yeah. That's yeah. also still fucking weird and creepy. Right. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. Ooh. Uh, I mean, I mean, that just sounds like something that's just like, yeah, just yeah. go to therapy. What do you do with that, though? Like, what would you do with your parent did something like just in general awful? I mean, there, there comes a point where it's just like, you know, you it's have to kind much. of cut ties, yeah. you know, because it's because that's such a uh, drastic, you know, uh, yeah. 
like it's such a drastic thing that it's like, yeah, I don't know that you could ever come back from that. Yeah. You know? I mean, the mom needs to fess up and be like, yeah, this was terrible. I was wrong. I'm an awful person for doing this. And yeah. like, you know, like it had to be some real, like legit taking ownership of that yeah. decision. Cause otherwise it's like, how can you even like, just be like, Oh fine. I forgive you for this thing. And, but she yeah. just like, doesn't feel remorseful or change anything about herself at all. I guess it seems like it would be, you know, bad. Yeah. Yeah, I could also maybe understand more or be more willing to like move past it and kind of work at the relationship if they didn't actually break up a family over it. Like they she divorced her father over it. Like the family was broken up. It wasn't like her mom was like a single mom, which in it, it would still be wrong. Yeah. yeah. But more like I okay, we well, can Well, I mean, I mean she might have been will she might have ended that relationship either way. I don't think all it takes is like one person to be like, oh I'd rather much be with this person well, than this other great person. For sure, but it said six months follow, following the guardianship, her dad moved out and they divorced. So that was obviously a Ooh, do you think do you think the dad knew? I think the dad probably found out. Yeah, and uh, but also to go years without telling like your daughter, you know, like well, uh, she crazy. never told her daughter. The guy, yeah, the guy him. fucking told him. Yeah, that's crazy, and that is a crazy family like <laughs> secret drama. <laughs> that fucking oof, that is tough. Yeah, I don't even know what to tell this person. Honestly, that's a fucking. I mean, it's just a matter of like, yeah, I guess you know, there's there's a lot of work to be done there, other than just like. Just, the therapy and you know, I doing it's just, ju- yeah. I mean, it's good. It's, it's good of them to feel that they want to move past that because yeah. that would clearly not be easy, uh-huh. you know, but, uh, but yeah, this, that's just, well, I would say that they're, yeah. thing, you know, whatever they're feeling is completely justified. Cause that is fucking terrible. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. That is. <laughs> and even if it's your mother, crazy. like you can totally be fine with not liking them for yeah. this. It's yeah. completely fine. Yeah. I mean, even if you kind of chose to not to talk to them for a while or maybe for the rest of your life, yeah. I, that would be completely understandable. Completely understandable <laughs> you know, uh, but that's, you know, that's good on them to, to at least try to figure out like, how do I get better from this? And mend it or whatever. Yeah. Man, that's rough. That's crazy. The crazy one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my advice for how to move forward would be if your mom is obviously not going to own up to it and they need closure. This guy seems like he's really wanting to get this off of his conscience. Yeah, right. So I would just ask him as many questions as I need. So you should fuck him. Yeah. I was going to say not that, but it's funny because... It's funny because she was 16 when he moved in and was also 16. So wouldn't that be crazy if there was another layer of like she had a crush on him the whole time? Oh, like, my God. There's just so many different ways this could go wrong, you yeah. know? Yeah, God there's a lot of stuff happening. But there. I would just, um, I would ask I would ask him a lot of quick because I, I would, he's obviously probably going to be honest about it. Do you think they're still like kind of seeing each other now? It seems like not, I would say, because she said he moved out when he was 24. And if he's like messaging her yeah, and admitting this yeah. thing. And then then you know, probably not. Maybe he's realizing not. how yeah. fucked up that situation was himself. If you were that guy, would you fess up to the kids? I feel like... I mean, I, I think I think like... it, he was probably just so overwhelmed with yeah. guilt. You know, and like no one knew other than probably the mom, the dad, and him. Or maybe and he, that's it, you know? Yeah, maybe he went to therapy and like could not get over it. And they yeah. were like, um, I mean, that's a big... So, sort of thing. I don't know. 
Yeah, because like at sixteen, it's like you don't have an option. Like literally, yeah, like exactly. like his his you know parental guardian paved this fucking malevolent way for him, and then that's all he could do. Like mm-hmm. he didn't have a choice, you know, because it's like of course it's very true. You're a teenager, and this lady is fucking coming on to you, who is also supposed to be your guardian. Like yeah, that's it's just it's just straight and up abuse. He's like, you know? sixteen, and then it's like whoa, he gets to be this age where he's like, I literally like a family broke up over this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, and so I'm sure that killed his. Just overwhelming, you know. I'm sure yeah, he's, it's, he's it's going through some shit. It's still a difficult thing to lay on yeah. a person about yeah. their parent, though. and that's why, like, I mean, of course, the mom is the most wrong in this situation because he's really ruining several lives. Several lives, yeah. Like whether it's like the kid or or his own, you know, like or her own daughter and stuff, or the dad is just so, what a absurdly selfish thing to do. Yeah, you know, and Definitely. so yeah, that's. Insane. Oof. But like, how hot is he though? <laughs> <laughs> also, that's are they funny, a pillar of the like, community? How hot is the mom? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like I wouldn't be. Sounds like a hot porn. All right. Well, here's uh, here's my next one. Okay. So uh, recently, I hired a new woman in our office. She's young, pretty, and petite with long uh, blonde hair. Men absolutely love her. I invited her to dinner with my boyfriend and me one night because she was new in town and didn't know anyone. The woman got drunk and asked us uh, if we would have a threesome. My boyfriend, who also works at our company, said yes. I said no. It would be a bad uh, professional decision because I am her superior. My boyfriend was crushed. He really wanted us uh, to have a threesome. It caused a huge fight between us. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> she has no work ethic. She lies. She misses deadlines. I wish I could fire her, but I can't. It's not my decision to make. So I have to suck it up and watch her flirting with my boyfriend five days a week, which he uh, is encouraging. In a nutshell, I've never hated someone so much in my life. I'm normally a happy person. How do I make peace with this and move on? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love this one. <laughs> Also, the boyfriend is kind of an asshole. Yeah, dude. Like, like, dude. Like, also, like, yeah. Most consider people, the idea yeah. and, and whatever, and talk about it. But you know, but if you're like, what the fuck? We don't get to have a threesome. <laughs> you're a bitch. Like, what do you? You know, I'm, yeah. Then yeah, something an asshole. Immediately saying yes. Yeah. Discussing it. <laughs> no, that's and it's a discussion. And also, if you're smart, you have to pretend to be like, oh, I don't know, whatever you want, because of course <laughs> exactly. everyone wants to do it. But you know, but it's, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I, I don't know if that's a good idea. But what do you think? You know, that's yeah. that's the, how you play that. It shit. could still be on the table, maybe with a different person, but you're kind of ruining you're it for ruining yourself it. by yeah, being yeah. like, oh, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are fucking up. <laughs> you're uh, definitely not gonna have a threesome. Now your partner ain't gonna have a relationship anymore. <laughs> yeah. God, I would say break up with him. But then if she breaks up with him, then he's probably gonna like openly be with this girl. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be painful. but I feel like it's like, what is he just waiting for the opportunity to fuck someone else? It seems like not a good person to be oh, with well, in the yeah, first place. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. But oh my god, I don't know. I mean, that would be so tough. To Plus, see. it seems like she's got options. So maybe she won't pick the shitty boyfriend and then just fuck somebody else, and then he'll break up with his girlfriend currently, and then just be like, not get to fuck anybody anymore. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but what do you do when you have to be exposed to that every single day? That's tough. That's really tough. But also, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my sucks, move, so. yeah. I think the move would be break up with a boyfriend and just just stomach them fucking yeah. probably getting together, you know. Just cause it's going to be tough, but it's, it's gonna be tough. not But it's worth tough it. either way because then otherwise you're just sitting in, in jealousy. You yeah. Know? But yeah, and so I think that would be probably the, the better idea. And also, the guy's clearly an asshole. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. terrible. So I just mean, break up with this dude and just let them fucking have their fun. The girl gets fired and she goes away. She doesn't have to see it every day. That doesn't change the fact. Yeah, yeah, that. That he's this type of person that you clearly don't trust. And 
I guess probably shouldn't if he's I w- openly flirting yeah. with this girl in front of you. I mean, I would probably sabotage her career, but... That'd be honestly, <laughs> what if you, yeah, you helped her hook up with a different guy at work so that way the boyfriend has to watch. Oh, there you go. <laughs> or go fuck somebody else. Listen, this should be just, just be less advice and more just revenge, you know, just figure out how do we... Not a good revenge it. options. You do deserve some revenge because this is fucked up. But yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily... I mean, the... Also... Okay, the person's a bad worker, but she not ne- didn't necessarily do anything wrong. I think the boyfriend is more wrong in this situation than that girl. I disagree, actually, because, okay, so she is her superior. She took this girl out with her and her boyfriend because she didn't know anybody. Right. She was and trying then, to be nice. Yeah. And then she asked them to have a threesome. I that think could that be a- is fireable in itself. Yeah, but some people might consider that a nice thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends. The boyfriend obviously saying, didn't think I'm of that. I'm just saying, if you want to look for a reason to let this girl go, like, that's what is completely that? yeah, that's unprofessional. Say, it's some first. inappropriate misconduct type thing, yes. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really it sounds like you just take that to HR, you know? And plus, if it's like, if she's constantly flirting with your, you know, with your boyfriend in it front seems of like, you. seems like, yeah, you're right. And that seems like. She's got a bunch of other fireable things that you can get her I from. mean, I guess she could talk to her and be like, stop fucking flirting with my boyfriend. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, uh, a, a fight could ensue in the office and stuff. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a, definitely a good point. But I mean, maybe there is a good, good way to go about it and like tell him, like, hey, like, you know, the, this, my boyfriend's a dick. Can you like not try to fuck him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess you could get a different job. That's a horrible option. That's also. not a good option no. either. It's a tough situation, definitely. Yeah, I mean, one, I would talk to my boyfriend. Yeah. And yeah. if he's still behaving in this way that is then, disrespectful, then I would think that you would need to part ways. Yes. But to, I also would not be opposed to having a conversation with her. Yeah. And then I and like your other options. option is going to HR because that is, I would think that that's kind of an inappropriate thing to do, yeah. especially if they're you know, superior, if she's a... She's a boss, basically. Yeah, you know? it'd be a good idea though to kind of squash beef with this girl and see if there's a way to be like, hey, yeah, like, hey just fuck somebody else in the yeah, office. Fuck That's else. all. Just you know, <laughs> I, I called dibs. You know, <laughs> called dibs a long yeah, time ago. Listen, it's been a thing. <laughs> yeah. Or she should maybe just start fucking that girl. Oh, without the boyfriend. <laughs> No, but Damn. she. Well, but it could be like a hate fuck, you know, because she, she apparently hates this girl. Oh, she's never hated anyone more, but more. that could be hot. But that'd be hot, yeah, yeah. Some people little... like hate fucks. So. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, you know, it could be a thing. Yeah. I think that would be the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that would that be a great way one. to get an upper hand, the upper hand. <laughs> yeah, that's even better than what I suggested. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, if I read one more and you read one more, am I going to have time to read one more after? If not, I will do the solicited advice that I have. We're about 40 minutes in, so I don't know. I think. Okay, we'll... let's do my solicited advice, and then you can do one more. Okay. I actually have some solicited advice also. Oh, you do? Okay, cool. Well, let me pull it. Let me see it. if I can find it. Let me get it. If you guys get enough solicited advice. Or do we solic- have to change the name? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Um, okay. Dear Bert and David and Raul, who she didn't know would be here. Um, (laughs) I have a male friend who I used to be close with, but haven't spoken to you since July due to an incident that happened between us. We used to hang out every weekend and go on trips together for music events about once a month. I knew he liked me in the beginning, but I had made it very clear that I wasn't interested, so he never tried anything with me. 
That was until one day when we went out to a show and got super wasted because I was having some issues and told him I needed to drink away my problems. As any other weekend went, we Ubered back to my house and passed out in my bed. I woke up the next morning vaguely remembering him being on top of me and trying to kiss me and feel me up, but it was so cloudy. I wasn't sure if it was a dream, so I didn't bring it up. As time passed, a feeling of disgust, shame, and guilt stuck with me, and I knew that what I remembered was, was not a dream. I finally confronted him about it a few weeks later, and he admitted what happened and said he remembered me trying to push him away, but that he was blacked out and didn't really know what he was doing. I know he felt really bad about it. I did try to stay friends for a few weeks because we had two events paid for and plane tickets bought for my birthday trip, but I realized I couldn't look at him without feeling sickened and betrayed and decided our friendship was over. I didn't show up to our, our first scheduled event and told him he was shit out of luck for his plane ticket because I didn't want him to come to my birthday trip. It has been about half a year now and I'm finally over what happened. I had initially told him we could maybe be friends again, but that I needed some time. He kept hitting me up and not giving me space, so eventually I blocked him and decided not to try to mend things. We still have a group of shared friends, and my dilemma is that every Christmas day I host a party for a whole group. Usually it is at a bar, but this year it will be at my apartment. I was considering inviting him since I don't harbor any hatred towards him, and I'm sure some of my other friends would want him there as this has been our tradition for the last four years straight. I don't actually want to be friends with him, but I feel like this could be the beginning of a cordial relationship so that our friends don't have to choose who to invite to what event in order to keep us apart. If I do invite him, I will not do it personally, but instead have his best friend tell him he's allowed to come and that I'm okay with being cordial so he doesn't get the wrong impression. Is this a bad idea or is it time to move on and leave the past where it belongs? Oh, also I owe him $100, which I'm not going to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a fun ending. I love it. Yeah, I don't think you got to invite him. I wouldn't invite him. Um, uh... I think that, I mean, I like that she's trying to be kind of the bigger person, kind of move on stuff, but at the same time, it's, there's no there's no wrong answer to that. You know, mm -hmm. like, either, like, if you don't invite them, that's completely understandable, you know? And I think that that's, you know, it, it, it's also her party, you know? So I feel like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I Because... I, I, that's such a big portrayal that it's like that. Yeah, that's that's worth ending a friendship over, mm -hmm. you know. But but yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Brittany? Um, I understand if you feel like you've moved past it, the need to maybe be like, I don't want to make this weird for all of our yeah. friends. Yeah, there's a sense of selflessness there. That's good. So maybe he should just come, and that's fine. But I feel like. Um, uh, to my knowledge, I don't know that anybody's like asking her, like, "Hey, we really want this person to come. Like, come yeah. on, like, yeah." Like, if, if it's if it's causing a rift between like this big, you know, or this group of friends, or your your kind of nucleus group of friends, then I understand considering that trying to be, you know, not yeah. selfish about it and move past it. If but that if were the case, well, I wouldn't even say it would be selfish about it. But if mm -hmm. that were the case. I think your friends are shitty, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah. um, if that were the case and her friends, maybe her friends didn't know what happened and were just like, we really want this person to come. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, I'm, I've, uh, I would assume that it's kind of a secret just be kind of between them two yeah. or something. Right? I, uh, who, know, who knows what I don't the situation know, is? She told me she didn't necessarily care if I kept it anonymous, but okay. um, I could see if people didn't know what the reason was and were like, hey, like we're good friends. Like, can we all just like spend Christmas together? And then she felt that pressure. If that's, 
and then she was legitimately over it being like fine but if there's not a lot of that yeah um it's at her house i feel like if there is even one iota of like you will not have as much fun because this person's there mm-hmm. then don't invite him yeah um, and I don't think you should. I don't think you necessarily need to consider the comfort of other people no, over yourself in this specific yeah. type of situation. Especially, you can tell if you don't want to talk about it with a bunch of people. You can tell like a close friend, and they could kind of, I don't know, maybe be like, I, and you don't even have to be that explicit with other people. If you're like, I don't feel comfortable with this person being there. Your friend should be pretty yeah, understanding about that. Yeah, there shouldn't be any like questions beyond yeah, that. Really, they don't need just, to, like, you don't okay. need. If a friend told me that, I wouldn't need further explanation. It's like, okay, that's fine. Then we'll have them there. Yeah, but she's saying she doesn't care about it anymore. Yeah, so, and that's, yes, that's the part. Yes, but that also I'm like, like it's still as as much as they say that they're past it. It's still pretty fresh, and it could trigger something in them if they have this person there that they have been avoiding for like this entire time. That's true. And just based on the level of like, I'm pretty sure he was like in love with her. Mm-hmm. And I think he was very devastated when mm-hmm. she cut things off with him because like she said, he can like constantly tried to get in touch with her after, even though he was like, okay, I'll give you space. I'll give you space. So I feel like even, even if you don't invite him and he's going to consider this like, a door that's opening being again. opened. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he'll sort of try to, maybe he'll bring it up at uh, the yeah. party. Yeah, he might be way too intense about it. Or just, you know, just, just kind like, of open the wound. Or just maybe a little bit, just like, I'm really sorry. But he, I Like, maybe, but, but after that, try and continually talk to you again. I think he's going to take it as a sign that, like, maybe you guys are, like, going to rebuild your friendship. So if that's not something at all that... That you, she's interested in? Yeah, that I just, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't yeah. invite him. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, I would say it's more leaning towards, it's probably not a good idea because there's, you know, the, there is a wound there that can be, that can be opened with just kind of opening that, you know, that door and welcoming him, especially to like her apartment and stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's very um, personal. Yeah, it's a very personal space. Like even, even a bar would have been, you know, more... Yeah, fair to do. You usually, know? the event is at a bar, and in in that case, I could I could see that maybe a little bit more. Maybe, but yeah, but at your apartment, that's like ugh, that is you know so close to you know that's literally home you know, and so so yeah, so it's probably probably I would say yeah, probably not the best idea to to I guess invite him over because uh, yeah, it's just it's just kind of a dangerous realm now. Yeah. You know? And more, plus more drama might actually happen, you know. It and that's, could. And, and yeah. that's so fucking annoying to be at a party where there's drama. Or <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit, or just tension in a room. Yeah, you know, you, if you it might have be a, a worse time. party as much as your friends might want him there. Yeah, it's literally it going to end it up worse. making it worse because there's like this uncomfortable tension underlying the entire yeah, yeah, event. Yeah. And so, and you're just like, what is? Did we just like walk into the wrong party or something? Yeah, yeah exactly. And so, so yeah, I it's feel like overall, it's it. probably just not worth it. Like, I, I, there's different ways to open up that door to like being cordial, and I don't necessarily know that this is the way to go about it yeah yeah so i agree cool all right so this is a two two-parter but one the second question is not really as serious but (laughs) (laughs) uh so this this is uh uh, so says today a guy in class asked me what i was doing this weekend we never talk in class he told me he would be working on a play and invited me i'm super interested i want to go see the play and hang out with him but i have a premonition that he's interested in me and I'm only interested in being his friend. I feel part of the assumption uh, and I have a feeling uh, I'd be hasty to say that I just want to be friends right now because he has explicitly expressed interest and I want to know how to phrase it to him that we're just friends and I still want to just hang out. 
Wait, he hasn't explicitly expressed? He hasn't explicitly said, I'm interested in you. He invited her to hang out at this play, and she doesn't know whether it's too soon to be like, I'm coming to this, but I just want to be friends. <laughs> uh, I, I think that usually... Well, I don't know. Uh, usually things will build up to a point where the other person can tell or not, you know? I, and so it's yeah. fine. You don't have to be so upfront about it. You know, like you can... You will eventually let them know by just some subconscious way or fucking, you know, whether it's like just... Uh, 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 what's the word? Um... You know, just the way that we communicate body language, fucking whatever. Usually you fucking know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you going to this play, if you if you legitimately want to go, you should go and you want to be friends with this person. Um, you're not obligated to return any sort of perceived feelings that they have. So you saying yes to this invitation doesn't mean that you owe them anything. Yeah. Um, so I would go and... Um, I, I think you just kind of have to let it play out. Like, you're not in the wrong for going because you don't want to have a romantic relationship with them. But, yeah, like Raul said, he'll figure it out in due time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just typically... I yeah. mean, like, people are dumb, you know, like guys are dumb. But eventually, you know, we get the message, mm-hmm. you know? You kind of you can tell. And, I mean, that's, and that's, I'm sure, part of the whole reason is just to see, just to kind of... Uh, 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 what's the word? Um, just to see if it works or not. Yeah, you know. test the waters. Test the waters, that's what I yeah. mm-hmm. That makes sense. I, I, my advice to her was that she should make plans like immediately afterwards. <laughs> After the play. So she comes to the play, but she's like, I can't keep hanging out because I have plans with friends. Yeah, yeah. But if you want to come, you can hang out with us. And then there's a very explicit like, we're hanging out as friends, not I'm hanging out with you. I don't one. think that implies that. You don't think so? <laughs> no. I think that if she invites him to hang out with her friends, that he could be like, oh, oh she's she likes me. Yeah, she, yeah, she's introducing my friends. Her friends. Hmm. Uh, well, I think... Uh, tr- like it's a, like a first hangout, though. You think that's that Im- implied if it's just like... I definitely would not take that as a she's n- clearly not interested. A very traditional method of being like I'm not interested is inviting another friend to that date. Yeah. I think that would be the better idea of like, oh, yeah, let's go to this play. Also, I'm bringing in my friend, mm. you know, and then that, that you kind of know immediately that that's yeah. the case, you know, because otherwise she would want to be alone with this guy. You yeah, know? exactly. And so I think that would probably be maybe the better move if you want to be very, uh, uh, kind of, you know, make it seem more obvious. He's like, I'm going to have to send a text. <laughs> <laughs> What's the second part? The second part is, how do I troll the dude that yells Jesus shit outside the free speech zone in my school? <laughs> Usually most people like to do, like, their own signs, you know? <laughs> Dress up as Jesus. You know, tell him he's wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Just the free speech zone, right? He can yell whatever he wants. I guess you could stand next to him yelling anti-Jesus stuff even louder. (laughs) I don't know. A lot of people like to do characters. I've seen someone do like Darth Vader and then trying to preach the force or or the, you know, the dark side. Oh, that would be funny. Yeah. There's a lot to do there. Yeah. Well, what did you tell her? Or what would you, what would you? I decided to save that one for the pod, but I didn't, (laughs) I didn't think too much of it. I was like, how do you go about that? I don't know. I've always been too weird about interacting with people. I'll just try to ignore them or something. Yeah. I mean, I would probably just ignore it, but, um, but if we're going for like trolling, yeah, it was, I'm sure there's a bit we can think of. I always just hate engaging with crazy people because I just feel like you don't know what they're going to do. 
Like, yeah. like I, it's it like terrifies me when Madison gets road rage or like if someone's driving too slow, she'll like get in front of them and like stare at them as she's like going in front of them. And I'm just like, one of these days, somebody that you do that to is going to get fucking pissed and they're going to follow you home and murder all yeah, of us. I mean, it's not a good idea. Like, don't do that. Like, same thing with like people that are like talking about like going around. Don't get me wrong. I love the idea of punching Nazis, but a lot of people that talk about that probably don't know how to fucking punch somebody Yeah, are just going to piss somebody off and then get their fucking ass beat because they've never gotten in a fight before. Yeah. It seems like a bad idea. I just don't yeah. like messing with crazy people in general. Yeah. I mean, I was going to, I mean, anybody who has the, uh, the ego and the confidence and that much stern belief to go out somewhere daily yeah. and spew that sort of thing to a crowd full of strangers, obviously is a little unhinged. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I was like, maybe you could just yell boo at them constantly, <laughs> but I don't know how good. I mean, yeah. you're not going to change their beliefs. They're probably still going to come back. They deal with that stuff all the time. I probably. Yeah, there's nothing you can, I don't think you can really do anything about it. Uh-uh. Unless you're that confident in your ability to defend yourself, but <laughs> I feel like it's that. It's just not a good idea. Well, do you think that there's anything she could do as far as, like, because wasn't there something with Chip Nicholson there was, like, a video. Oh, yeah, of him talking to a Jesus person about yeah. whatever. Do you think she could do something like that? Well, Chip's also, like, a very fit, <laughs> tall But Chip didn't even go man. at him in a way. He was just like, hey, like, that Yeah, but wrong. When, when you're a person that's, like, you know, you're, gonna, you're less likely to confront somebody that can physically beat you in a fight <laughs> than a person that you might feel like you'd be able to physically beat in a fight. Yeah. I guess I would say if you want to troll him, probably... Um, Do it safely. Well, <laughs> yeah, but also whatever he's saying as far as Bible quotes or Jesus things go, I would come back at him with different Bible yeah. quotes that yeah. kind of refute what he's saying. Just you know, some sense of hypocrisy. That's always yeah. fine. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's interesting just, because this yeah. from this states this mm-hmm. sort of thing. I don't know. But. Seems like a lot of work, but... Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but that would be the best way to get them yeah. because you're using that... You're jujitsuing this fucking thing. Of, you know, yeah. on them, yeah. Yeah, and point. so I think that would be the best way. And, you know, maybe they might, might not get angry and beat you up. That'd be cool. So I think that might be, be the cool. same. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of research involved that maybe, you know, But, might I mean, she did go to, like, a Catholic like high school or something so middle school so you know she might already have that knowledge in her brain oh yeah see, so I, that might work out then yeah. or I'm sure there's like a whole fucking you know forum and, and like things you can say to these people that yeah. it's like fucking you know yeah I'm not very well versed in, in the bible so I don't know what you could say to this person and like try to refute them same <laughs> alright well that was uh, that was our solicited advice portion then mm-hmm. We're doing pretty good on time do you want to just wrap it up yeah, I'm down. Um, thank you so much, Raul, yes, for Raul, joining thank you. us. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it's a very it. special crossover episode. Crossover episode. So also um, check out, well, listeners of this will be review, review listeners. But if you're listening to this as unsolicited advice, uh, check out the review, review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Review Review is a podcast that Raul and I have, and we usually have two different uh, comedians on with us, and we read different Amazon Yelp reviews and just sort of shit on them and riff, yeah. about, them. So riff about them. Make sure to check that out on iTunes, but you'd have to spell it the Review Review as one word. 
No spaces. No spaces. Yeah. That's how you search for our podcast. And uh, and like uh, also, if you're listening as an unsolicited advice listener, if you want to have some solicited advice, you can email us at unsolicitedadvice1. No, no, no. No, no unsolicited, unsolicited advice advice. podcast yeah. one at gmail.com. Yes. The number one. The number one. Not O-N-E. Yes. And number. not the number. Just one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this yep. got complicated got for it. no reason. Yeah. Okay, all right. That's it for this podcast. Thank you for listening and don't overdo anything.